0: very easy to have the mondays on this absolutely drizzly gray horrid little uh, uh, day we're having here certainly in the republic of ireland but don't worry the csp boys are here with one of our patented monday editions and we'll get you through to well Tuesday's shit as well but like, then your wednesday oh hump day lads what am i right and the next thing you know it's the weekend you know what i mean so we're, we're carrying you through especially by the time you hear this get it edited and uploaded anyway it is a Monday edition of CSP, I'm here, I'm one of your hosts, Barry, joined as always by my ever dependable co host first of all, Mr. Paul Griffin. And hopefully sounding good
1: this week, uh, apologies to anyone who listened to last week's episode. I've listened to podcasts where people recorded with AirPods, and to me it always sounded good. For whatever reason, when I tried it, it sounded terrible. I mean, it was almost dipping a toe back into like the first hundred CSPs. I, I couldn't listen to it, I, I hate it. I think 100 is
0: being very generous.
1: <laughs> on, on when
0: we, think about think about this way, That's less than two years into our run. Definitely oh, yeah, didn't no, have it sorted. No. Definitely didn't have it sorted. And I was the main culprit of that because I had awful internet and everything and just, oh, my God. Yeah. Our listeners, I mean, they could not give less of a shit about audio quality. We know that. They're not going to. Well, I do. So I'm hoping you, that I'm sad. You, you take pride in your work. They don't take pride in what they listen to, which is great. They just, they, they're just like. I want to hear these boys just absolutely winging it with their tech, you know what I mean? I think, uh, like, I'm going to go back to my 2005 desktop and my my bad uh, little internet dongle uh, for our, like, next anniversary special. Also with us, Mr.
2: Joe Towner. Hello, I'm also here on this fine, beautiful, sunny day uh, in these uh, island in island this the two islands they're on one we i on another one this one's <laughs> sunny there that one's rainy is it we'll, sunny where you are huh? we'll probably get the rain tomorrow because it comes from that probably comes from the other way so pass it passes over it. next and then europe we're coming Meteor- for you
0: meteorology guff coming your yeah. way yeah uh, it is fucking manky here i mean it is not felt like july at all same <laughs> Uh, how has life been, Boyle? Slightly delayed this week. Right. Apologies, that was my fault. I was I was away, or not away. I was hosting people last night. Pump
1: the brakes, pump the yeah. brakes, stop it, stop it, stop Go it. On. I have to open with the story this week.
0: Okay, oh. I don't have one. Okay. On. Ha- one of
1: the, one of the best stories I think we'll ever have in the history oh, of cinema.
0: Well, he bu- he bumped into the water gun kid again, and it it hit him with like a super kick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I When I go to um, the, the shops here, the local Super Value, mm. uh, I'm, re- I'm reliably informed they don't have in England. No. Um, I have a few ways that I walk, but there's this one way where sometimes I see a little dog give a little pat on the head. It's mm. like tiny. I want to say it's half like a Jack Russell chihuahua mix.
2: Somehow. Uh, I thought it was saying like half a Jack Russell. That's pretty as well. Just the back half as well. <laughs>
1: um, so sometimes he comes out. He's a very, very timid little, you know, trembly dog. But if you kind of crouch down, and put your hand out, and don't reach for him, put your hand out. He'll slowly kind of come up to you, and he'll let you pat him, and he's lovely. And then sometimes when it's raining, like uh, it is <laughs> right this second, I'll sometimes see him at the window looking out at me, and I. I don't give him a wave, right? And I'm like, sorry, can not give you the pet today, buddy? But I sometimes see him and go, ah, mm, there he is. He's doing all right. Anyway. Um, So I went to the shop today and actually I've been telling my brother about this dog. And every time, I don't know why, right? Every time my brother comes to me, the dog's never there. He's uh, neither in the window. He's not there for <laughs> pet. So it's almost like a Mich- Michigan J frog thing where I'm saying, listen, honestly, the frog does the, hello, my barber. Hello, my darling. <laughs> I'm like, there's this little dog you can pet. The dog's never there when we pass. Anyway, we're walking to the shop today. I say, what's the wager he's going to be there? Nah, he won't be there. He won't be there. We're passing by. Who comes around the corner? It's the little dog. Finally. Finally. Truth, the truth is out. I'm petting him. Oh, look at him, mad little thing. I'm like, well, like, he comes over real slowly. Give him the little pendants on the ear. My brother's petting him. I only look up. He's in the window as well. turns out two dogs oh no
0: (laughs) and you thought there was none Uh. most days there were none Oh, I'm seeing what? double here. Four dogs that I like to give a little pet to, and sometimes I look at them through the window.
1: Well, apparently, I've only ever pet this one dog, and I've only ever seen the other fella in the window.
0: Oh, wait, I didn't even make that connection. <laughs> so you're just like, so that you're like walking past going, How are you doing? But he can't pet you today. He's like, Who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this fucking <laughs> I, was pet- I was petting him.
1: And then I looked at <laughs> he was in the window as well. I could be like, What?
0: Oh, dear.
1: Uh, I had oh, my mind dear. absolutely. Blown. I couldn't get over it. it. was all I was talking about.
2: Oh <laughs> dear, dear, that was so
1: that was just in the last like forty-five minutes. Uh, breaking, so. breaking so that's dog news. Fresh, fresh on my mind. Yeah,
2: canine news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: could not well, believe. That was
2: very exciting, very yeah. mad, mad stuff. Uh, well, it's been a busy few weeks in in our household because, uh, as some may know, Michelle has reached five years of living uh, over this way since you moved from America, which means, Ingerland, Ingerland. <laughs>
1: which means, means she, is, she can play for the English national
0: team. Means she, she, can she, and, and she doesn't want any other foreigners coming in. That's what she part said, of her, her graduation.
2: She said, get them foreigners out of here. <laughs> she, she now can apply for a permanent uh, residency. Fabulous. So permanent re- leave to remain, which is always a confusing phrase because are you remaining or you're leaving? Fucking just, just, memories
1: of Brexit.
0: <laughs> Another thing they bloody, oh, <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Go on,
2: anyway. Uh, so, as part of that, as well as paying an extortionate amount of money uh, with the application fee and proving that you, you know, you actually are living together and all that, um, you also have to do a life in the UK quiz. No Ooh. way. Um, so this—it's it, it, obviously—it's about partly kind of the laws, partly customs. Like, when is this holiday? What does this holiday celebrate? Are we, um, are we doing that quiz today? Is that today?
0: I, I, I was literally just thinking. Like, like, this would be a great CSP. If quiz. you want
2: to do a little like a uh, life in UK, what life in UK test, we can do one. Um, okay. to see how good you are. Who's the better um, UK resident, Barrier B? Oh, I'd love to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um so yeah, so she's we've been studying. There's like you bought two books because it's actually quite hard. Like there is a lot of yeah. stuff it and stuff like I don't know, stuff most British people wouldn't know, like uh when what happened. When did when did this king get executed? Mm. I don't fucking know, I didn't even know he was executed. <laughs> no, who is he? Never heard of the cunt. Is he? Prince Prince Boris of whatever. Gives yeah. a, you know. Um so she's been learning it and we've been doing quizzes every day. There's like free quizzes online and quizzes in the book. We've been doing it over and over and over again. Um and then this morning she had the quiz. Um so we we're we we're both off work. Um so we got up early this morning, the quiz was at I think she had to get there. It was it was at 10, she had to get there half an hour early. So we got there at like 9.28 or something on the dot. just the wrong time. Uh, She goes in. The test can take up to 45 minutes, right? So it's 25 questions up to 45 minutes. It's quite serious as well. Like she said, when she went in, she had to like empty out her pockets. They like, metal detect and everything make sure you don't have like wow. a an air in your ear listening to you know someone you <laughs> the answers or she even had to take a watch off to show there was nothing under the watch i don't know what that was about like some kind of in, interstellar five dimensional you know message <laughs> coming through to the, <laughs> the hands of the watch but take anyway question four is what time is this in England? <laughs> what time is it now um so she went in there at nine thirty, and i said all right i'll let me know when you're out i went off for a walk 17 minutes later, I get a text from her, I'm out, I passed. I was like, Aww. fuck me, that was quick. Like, How did you even get in, get searched, sit down, maybe she lied, maybe she failed and she just like, oh yeah, I passed. But, um, actually, I did see the email, she did see the official email. So that is the the very good news that she's passed a life in the UK test and we can now Yay. forget all about uh, who Sir Steve Redgrave is and how many <laughs> yeah. gold medals he won at the Olympics uh, and other things like that. Um, and then afterwards, we so we had planned. We said, all right, afterwards, we'll go to the shopping center, just have a little walk around, and then we'll go because there's a brand new Taco Bell very close oh, to this test center. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: So we're like, yeah, we'll go there for lunch. That'll be great. Of course, with her finishing the test at like quarter to ten – uh, Taco, on, Taco Bell doesn't open until 11. <laughs> so, literally, we walked past at about 10.58 looking at this Taco Bell. It wasn't open. So, we walked around the block for five minutes, came back. Uh, we went in. We were the first customers, as you'd expect. We were ordering on, order number one. Uh, order number Ooh. one, ready? Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so, yeah, and we had a lovely – oh, I, love, I like a bit of Taco Bell. I love a bit of Taco Bell. It's, the only thing is I always order too much because, you know, when you go to, like, your McDonald's or your KFC – you're going to get a burger, a fries, and a drink, right? Mm. You know, it's quite standard. That's what you're going to get. Or if you pull, you get two burgers, two fries, a drink, <laughs> and a McFlurry. Yeah. And, um, but you know, you know what I mean? There's a kind of set thing you're going to get. Um, but with, with the Mexican food, it's kind of like, well, you got your tacos, you've got your burritos, you've got your your uh, crunchy wraps. So it's almost like, oh, well, I need an extra tack. So I ended up getting three quite hefty tacos, one of which was. Um, very much a burgers or the buns situation because oh, the taco was made of fried chicken, so <laughs> there's a lot of
0: mints in your hand. With the- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> so the the the, the, <laughs> the taco was fried chicken, and then it had the filling like in the chicken. So the, the oh, taco gosh. was, was <laughs> that's like that's a wrestling. chicken fillet. Um, I mean, it was quite tasty, but just very hot and greasy to, to yeah. eat, honestly. Uh, I also had the crunchy cheese gordita, which is – that's on the Mount Rushmore of uh, fast food items for me. That is a, It's basically a, a thick tortilla, taco tortilla, with the crunchy one inside. So when you bite into it, it doesn't just crumble and fall everywhere. It's inside the, the flour one mm. and then all the filling. So you get the crunch – and the actual uh, tortilla as well, so it's delightful. Yeah, so we had a grand old time. Then we came back, and I uh, did a lot of work in the garden. So it's been a very successful and productive day. Nice, excellent. Um, do you want to do a quick test of the life in the UK test? I am honestly fascinated. I honestly really do want to want to do it. Okay, so there's there's. On this one, I've got open, there's 24 questions. So we'll, we'll alternate 12 each, <laughs> see who so you can, so you can get through. They're pretty, they're pretty quick questions. Um, okay. So which of the following is a fundamental principle of British life? Inequality, <laughs> intolerance, extremism, or individual liberty? <laughs> Paul. Um, are, we, are we answering
1: what it should be or what it actually is? We,
2: we want their, their right answer. Okay, I'm going to say D. Uh, the good one. Uh, Paul you're correct. It was individual liberty. Well done. Is that really um, one of the questions? <laughs> uh, okay. Question two, Barry. Yeah. Dunkirk is associated with which two events? The fall of Singapore, landings on D-Day, the rescue of three hundred thousand men, or and small boats coming to the rescue. Which two of those associated with Dunkirk?
0: Well, I never saw the film, um, oh, but I will say I thought it was
1: about a lad going into other fellows' dreams.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Where is she? Um, the <laughs> um, I was say DJ in small boats.
2: Oh, that's, that's incorrect, Barry. That C and uh, C&D. It was C was kicked out of England as we speak. It was the re- the rescue of three hundred thousand men who were uh, trapped on a. Beach, I think, or something, yeah. and then the yep. Boats, yep. Lots yep. of boats coming like to ferry Styles and the lads. Yeah, yeah all those lads. Uh, ooh, okay. Back to Paul. True or false? King Henry the created the Church of England when the Pope refused to grant him a divorce. I believe that's uh, true. That is that is actually true. Yeah, he got a bit bit naffed off, and
1: I don't know if the term you. divorce was used back then, though. Was it just like an annulment that he the Pope gave? Uh,
2: yeah, I guess so. Modern. modern so i'm actually even more correct American than the Ross. english quiz let's remember that okay barry who was king of england at the time of the norman invasion in <laughs> 1066 was it henry the eighth harold herbert or hubert harold it was king harold yes oh, hell yeah. yes well done so that's what two on to, to paul i two believe yeah. right paul True or false, during Queen Victoria's reign, the French Empire became the largest empire the world has ever seen. No, that sounds false to me. That is correct. It was actually the British Empire which was the biggest (laughs) the world has ever seen. All right? So, just Just, uh, 400 million people there. No, the French one was the shittest empire the world has ever seen. Um, Barry, which stories are associated with Geoffrey Chaucer? The Canterbury Tales, the Westbury Tales, the London Tales, or the Ambridge Tales? Canterbury? That is correct, Barry. Well yeah. done, well done, well done. Uh, what's next? Okay, which of the following, Paul, is a British innovation? The Turing machine, the telephone, the diesel engine, or the internet?
1: Ooh. That's a tricky one because I was I was nearly expecting an all of the above to come at the end. Well, Alan Turing I know was 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 English, wasn't he? So oh, I'll, go for, I'll go for the Turing machine.
2: go for the Turing machine? That's correct, Paul. Yes, invented by Alan Turing in the nineteen thirties. In the film starring Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay, so what I'll we'll do two more questions. Uh, Barry, what is the capital city of the UK? Hmm. Is it Birmingham, Windsor, London, or Westminster?
0: I'm going to see this part of me thinks this could be a trick question. It's actually, well, actually, what the Queen lives this way. Uh, But I'll say London.
2: Uh, It is London. Correct. Correct, Barry. Well done. And finally, Paul, what is the name of the UK currency? Is it the yen, the euro, the dollar, or the pound sterling? It's
1: It's the GBP. The Great British Pound. Just, just
2: check. It's correct. Well done. Well done. Well done, Paul. So you got you did pretty well. I think you both would have passed. Okay. Um, You know, we didn't even get into the kind of Irish history portion, which you probably do well at. That would have been a bit controversial for this one. Avoided those ones. (laughs) Um, Uh,
0: Which of the following nations were really just asking for it?
2: Let's just say I now, I now understand what all the orange stuff is about. I had no idea before, but oh, good. I, do, I do actually get – I'm like, oh, all right. And, um, yeah, that thing that always appears on the 12th of July on my calendar, on yes. my birthday, I'm like, oh, i got it now. Cool. Yeah, orange Cassidy
1: yeah, is, is a controversial figure in, in Belfast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> He wears the right. white t-shirt when he visits.
0: Oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. dear, dear, dear. Right.
1: right. I do have an email before we get to oh, the, uh, okay. the wrestling. That's it. It's from my buddy, Steven. 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 Uh, best heel turns. This is the subject. He says, hi, Paul. This week was the anniversary of Hulk Hogan's heel turn when he joined the Outsiders to form the NWO. This is often considered the greatest heel turn of all time and responsible for starting the period that led to the hottest, uh, the, start, the hottest period in wrestling history. Would you and the lads agree? What are your other favorite heel turns of all time? Interesting question because, like, what ultimately makes a heel turn good? Is it the, the twist of the turn? Is it what it does to a person's career? Is it the, mm. you know, f- resulting. Fallout that makes a heel turn good, or is it just the fucking enjoyment of it? Because I would have first thing that comes to my mind is uh, is Mark Henry. I got plenty left in the tank. Okay. The salmon, yeah. the salmon-colored uh, suit on. I mean, I would consider that for for the individual segment itself. I think one of the one of the best done yeah. ones. Did it really lead anywhere interesting or have a long term effect? No, not necessarily. Sure. But but in terms of favorite ones, that's one that I could revisit and get right. get a kick out of watching his... where he's crying and he says, baby, I'm coming home. Oh, that's that one.
2: I, Tremendous. I have an answer that ticks all of those boxes, I think. Mm. Um, and that would be the Corporate Rock. Survivor Ooh. Series 98. Oh, yeah. Deadly game! Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Deadly games! When, of course, the hero, the rock, the man who had fought back against the corporation's... Uh, yeah, barriers, everything they've thrown at him, suddenly he puts on the sharpshooter, Vince McMahon, and signals for the bell, and the corporate rock is born. Which led, first of all, it was great, like, a great twist. You've got to give it to the one good thing Russo did, you know, booking, that's all, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, great, yeah, I really enjoyed it on the night, but then it did lead to the really good corporate rock character, which then propelled him into it being an even better babyface down the line. Yeah. And just sparked off WWE's business with him, Austin, Vince, the whole yeah. whole in 99. It was fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean so. him as the corporate in the corporation was only like five, six months. He was only Yeah. There. but I mean I, I have such great memories of the corporate eyebrow, the corporate elbow. Um yeah. and then yeah, what was it? after Backlash ninety nine he kind of turned back babyface? Yeah I think yeah. corporate corporate rock is one of my favorite
2: uh favourites as well. I saw like the beer money turn. When he um Oh god when, yeah. when he hit him with the bottle yeah, yeah. to win the title. That was yeah. That was really cool. Best thing TNA ever did, I think. Outside of the matches. <laughs> yeah, like, that you know, was good, good. angle wise, yeah.
0: Um,
1: Barry, have you got one?
0: No, I think you've nailed a lot of the uh um the big one. <laughs> I'll
1: give I'll give one
0: that's a favorite
1: because it's almost so bad. But at the uh was it the Bully Ray Brooke Hogan wedding when Taz slowly turned oh, around? Oh, that was great.
0: No, that's great. That <laughs> was
2: fantastic.
1: <laughs> I'll also g- give a recent one because there was a wrestler who was a babyface and I was saying, this guy doesn't, this guy doesn't have it. This guy's cooked. Barry, what are you talking about? This guy's not entertaining. This guy's not good. And then one day he walked out with a turtleneck on and was like, you raised a piece of shit. You raised a piece of oh, shit. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, you were wrong anyway. I mean, you were already wrong about, about Mr. Christian Cage. Yeah, actually, that's great. Beating up beating up uh, Jungle Boy in front of his, his his family and berating him for raising him. Oh, God. Great stuff. The other one that came to mind, it, it was kind of uh, in one segment, a face turn and then a heel turn, is, of course, the Mark Henry John Cena uh, uh, moment. Legendary. Um, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I think we've covered a lot of good bases there.
1: Yeah, it's ironic because I, I feel like a lot of the the memorable stuff is, is maybe more like really good babyface turns, Batiste and, and the like of the world. I mean, I, I think it's why you got to give credit where credit is due with, with Roman Reigns and, and what they've done with him since he's turned heel as well.
0: Yes, yeah. that big, I mean, it was such a weird, that moment was cool where he came back after being away for a lot of COVID, mm. um, obviously health concerns and stuff. And it's funny, it was a cool comeback, and he speared The Fiend or whatever, And he had that new shirt, and he was like, oh, it's fucking sick, Roman Reigns is back. And his, uh, the irony being that, like, early on in that comeback, he really felt like this is kind of the cool babyface he could have always been. Mm-hmm. Now he's just kicking ass and taking names, but that's his heel turn, but that's the whole thing. He's obviously then gone on to have, like, a legendary, you know, run. So,
1: Well, the real, the real heel turn is when it revealed, I think it was on Raw the next night, where he's with Paul Heyman sitting next to him.
0: Yes, yeah. Um... But
1: anyway, here we go. Um, I mean, a Hogan at the end of the day will always be the big
0: one. That's it? always, as, yeah. As yeah. was mentioned in the email.
1: Anyway, thank you for the email, Steve. Uh, thank um, you. All right. We get, let's get cracking on 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 the wrestling this
0: week. We'll get, we'll get stuck. I will say, though, in, in a follow-up to uh, uh, an email I got last week, I do have in my possession... Preparing for next week, my, my holly bobs. I do have a copy. We're not a video podcast, so I'll just have to say it out loud. I got a copy of Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by one Gabrielle Zevin. And this was a recommendation from new UK citizen, Michelle. Thank you very much, Michelle. I'm looking forward to getting stuck in. I'm going to have like, as a minimal an electronics holiday as I can possibly have. I'm going to just bring the old telephone for uh, photographs and whatnot. But mm. no tablet, which is where most of my reading is actually done. But leaving the tablet, leaving the switch, leaving the Steam Deck. And I'm bringing this, and I'm bringing the Young Bucks book. And I'm bringing my Snowpiercer comics that Brona got me. And I'm just going to sit by the pool and the beach and read, read, read. Baby. So thank you very much for the recommendation, right. Michelle. Thank you, Michelle.
1: Can I say, before we look at the, the uh, results on wrestling, go to... F4Wonline.com and look look at the top headline.
0: Okay. F4Wonline.com. Uh, Undertaker protects Michelle McCool from shark and beach encounter. <laughs> What? This is posted four minutes ago by one Ian Carey. I'm I'm not familiar with his work. The Undertaker nearly went one-on-one with a shark recently. On Sunday, Michelle McCool posted to Twitter about an encounter the couple had with a nurse shark close to shore. According to McCool's post, she texted Taker upon seeing the shark, and he rushed out. To, I haven't seen that man rush in about 15 years, so I don't know what she's talking about. Uh, he is shown standing between his wife and the shark in a video of the incident. Guess I wasn't big enough to scare him away, but you are. McCool can be heard saying in the video, I have got to see this video because there's no way. It's on
1: the, underneath. He's just wait. standing. <laughs> okay, he's just
0: standing in the water. Oh, wait, hang on. Okay, let me. Why is this a story? <laughs> wait, and she's like barely in the water. Like she's up to her ankles. And it's like, okay, it's it's a shark. Walk two more steps onto the, on the sand.
1: What? I would say, I a mean, a it's more...
0: big and scary. Don't get me wrong. I would, I would shit myself, but I wouldn't text to the Undertaker about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th- I think a better headline would be Undertaker Michelle McCool see a shark,
0: <laughs>
1: and it wouldn't be the top headline on F4W. I'm
0: glad she posted videos though, because if if it was just if if the story was just recounted. Without evidence, you know, in ten years it would be. Well, of course, you know. You remember, I, I wrestled a shark, once, so yeah. kind of, I, I, I hit it with a tombstone. Know. Hit, it, hit it with the snake eyes on some reef. You know, <laughs> uh, that's did, great. He did
1: a big dive out of the ring. Into
0: that is a great headline. That is a great headline. Um, anyway. Oh, wrestling wrestling this week um out of curiosity is anyone still watching rampage i, did, I didn't bother although the elite were on it this week so you know
2: I, will, I was going to i didn't get around to it i might still watch it though
0: guys I heard it was for, for, for me being the the one who
1: was pushing we're not doing rampage anymore i've watched <laughs> i've watched every rampage as yeah said, when, when like, we were watching it
0: you weren't bothering your arse which is funny
1: what do you mean? I've seen, I've watched every episode of Rampage that's ever aired mm,
0: That doesn't align with my, my
1: I, I even watched the uh, the Saturday Night Dynamite Whatever that one was where Sean Spears wrestled Scorpio Sky or something like that
0: Oh yeah, Sean Spears re-emerged On TV this week because they're doing Battle of the Belts again which means you have to Blow the dust off every mid-carder you have Because you can't do any actually important Matches on that We'll get yeah. to that anyway Um Dynamite, I thought was a little bit poopy this week. It wasn't full poopy, but it was it was not It opened up with Keith Lee and Darby Allen chatting backstage, right? And Darby Allen's like, basically, Keith Lee, you're a bit of a schmuck. Uh you haven't done shit lately. Don't know where the fuck you've been. This was the modern uh Ric Flair and Carlito uh, uh segment <laughs> backstage. Like, I don't know if this was done purposefully i don't know what was going on here i thought it was just so weird darby like gives him like this pep talk because the opener of the show is this uh uh tna tag team title tournament they're doing where it's odd partners and so it's swerve and swerve and lee back together against cassidy and darby and so darby's like hey man why don't you fucking get out of this rut and do something i'm like but he's your opponent why would you do that I thought that that straight away that just irritated me and got me off on the wrong foot with this show, um, but I thought the match was good as as you'd kind of expect from those four.
1: I will agree in the sense that I wasn't as annoyed by it as you were, but I think AW does too much. You know the old Paul Heyman accentuate the positives, hide the negatives. Yeah, mm. I think they need to go by that mantra a little bit more. Like you had then uh um a few weeks ago the uh mjf adam, we're gonna to get to mjf adam cole here again in a minute but mjf adam cole where they're like you're you look too skinny and this man like thought you were a manager yeah and well you're on the juice and blah blah blah
0: yeah
1: and it's like well why are you know why why are they each burying each other and then both look like shit at the end of it yeah and here yeah darby's like well keith lee um i noticed that you let your beard go gray and you're slow and lazy. <laughs> Why don't you be good instead?
2: You know?
0: And, yeah. I, so, much?
2: I picked up so uh, the latest Power Slam magazine earlier. And um, they made a very similar point in in that magazine about the Adam Cole MJF promo uh, and and whether it's counterintuitive. And also Tony Storm doing something very similar, kind of burying the whole women's division. And ah, it's a go. fair point. It's a fair point. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it yeah and it's just it's like and the funny thing is i thought the match was good i thought keith lee was good is that they did really emphasize so maybe <laughs> it was maybe, the best performance from a while. maybe this was a bit of a reset for the character but then he lost and i was like i mean look you can you can get over and losing that does happen but i'm just kind of like Ugh, i don't know if i'd have the guy lose after that whole little after drawing attention to the fact that he's not on fire currently i don't know um, but it was good you know, it was You're right, it was strange
1: timing to do that segment For him to then lose Maybe they had to give some justification For the Keith Lee and Swerve team To kind of try and work together
0: Yeah know, but. yeah. And it, the funny thing is that like, On the one hand I feel like they should just move on from it Because it was such a it's such a wet fart But I, I want them to go back And like properly finish the Keith Lee-Swerve feud Because I know those two can have a great match I really yeah. didn't like how it all played out previously um uh, but on the other hand i'm just kind of like Ugh, let's just move on it's just you, do you know what i mean it's just it's i feel like it's just weighing everyone down at this stage mm. um i think they fumbled that just do
1: the go. match and get it over
0: with just do the match and it'll be great it will be great you've you've five hours of tv do that match on on one of them um uh so yeah that was the uh that was the next chapter in their stupid no brackets for this tournament as well which is such a, another that's my paul's nitpick yeah. of the week there is that they like <laughs> Drawing these teams on the fly and no brackets, and it's just like, well, anyway, I'll stop complaining about that. They had a Nick Wayne high uh, package, which is really good. I mean, you know, AEW does not really have a developmental per se, so th- but stuff like this is kind of their real from grassroots from the beginning. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're they're obviously scouting the. I mean, Nick Wayne has a connection to Swerve and Derby, so that's not quite. But with like Billy Starks as well, it's like they have their people on the Indies. You know what I mean? Getting a look at the, the the teenage prospects and 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 making sure they're they're right at the door when those people turn eighteen or nineteen to sign because which is obviously WWE does that. You know what I mean? You have to you have to be on the ground level. So I, I thought this and, and and a really good personality profile explained who his his dad was and stuff. Uh, I thought this was really really well done.
2: Yeah, really cool. Um, assuming they actually like follow up with it. Mm. So I'm, yeah, sure yeah. He'll have an, I'm sure i will have a big debut and it'll be really good. He will even win that match against Swerve or have mm. a really impressive loss. But then will he go the way of Hook and just kind of pop up once every few weeks in a match? Tony yeah. Khan, I'm begging your brother. Just follow <laughs> through. Follow through with things. Yeah.
0: Let's get a bit of consistency for sure. Uh, speaking of hook, we did get the uh, kind kind of like a a, a rerun of, of last week's angle where like Jungle Boy pulled into the 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 building and hook chased him off and he jumped back in his car and immediately left. The I I'm going to call it now. I'm going to call my shot. This is going to be the next version of Sting chasing off Team Taz. And the um, uh, the outcasts spraying a baby face woman before another baby face woman makes a save. This is the, uh, they're gonna do this like ten times in a row. They're gonna have jungle Boy escaping in a car like because they're gonna draw out the match and do the match at a later date. Mm-hmm. You're, you're gonna get a month of of uh, jungle Boy like being on the show but not doing anything because he leaves the building running away from hook. That's my that's my call here.
2: Probably a good one.
0: Um we had an interesting Guinness World Record attempt here on the show the longest match of all time. Uh <laughs> we had uh the acclaimed and daddy ass against now they're not doing a random trios tournament but it was the Bollywood boys. The good old Bollywood boys, you know, good to see him on, on TV and the Blades. Um yeah, well the Butcher was busy. The Butcher was in was in the tag gimmick which is fair enough but yeah I suppose they're like look we'll give you we'll give you a date pal since you're since your partner's working. Um this this was a real rampage match, and like I said, it, I felt like it went forever. Um, I know they don't do a lot of squash matches on on Dynamite, but obviously this is in service of setting up. Oh, I'd imagine a trio's title match down the line. Just have them, just have them do the do their, just have them hit their signatures on these guys, and have a sixty second match. I don't think they needed to like mm. go as long as they did.
2: I like when Billy Gunn threatens to pull his shorts down <laughs> yeah, on my television. Yeah. Well, well, I, that's weird, isn't it? Kind of that. That's what happens. The Ric Flair sort of syndrome. You get a bit yeah. older. You just want to pull your your ass out. And, yeah. Ooh, have a look at that. He's
0: like, I'm going to do my N64 taunts. I'm going to do it. Because so I'd rather
2: see his the Ric Flair. I'm yeah. sure, it's, I'm sure, sure it's, it's in wonderful condition. like his you know,
0: Well, if his if his you know his pecs and his abs are anything to go by, you know. Yeah,
1: unfortunately I did see Ric
0: Flair's live once. Did you well, a house show? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <dear>. first date. His age. Oh god. Oh dear. Anyway, uh then we got Harley Cameron, which is the QTV girl.
2: Oh she's great. Oh,
0: what did she What do you mean she's great? What? <laughs> At what? <once? laughs> I tell you, I'll tell heat you, magnet,
1: heat magnet. Joe.
2: Yeah. You're right.
0: You're right, <laughs> brother. <laughs>
2: on awesome, the money
0: yeah
2: heat magnet baby she's
0: getting heat I will not I will not deny the woman that but not in a way that's like Vicky Guerrero
1: she's like good she she
2: can she's got great I
0: would never I would never say otherwise I I think she's got big things in the
2: future <laughs> she's got big things ahead of her for sure
0: <laughs> oh my God. what ahead. is what is this oh dear. <laughs> Two Jerry Lawlers on commentary <laughs> you know.
1: I think I think I know what Joe's Hong Kong of the week has got to be
0: Oh, dear me. Anyway. She's great. She's great. You had clips of Eddie Kingston winning the New Japan Strong title. That was nice. Uh, Moxley promo on Kingston. So they're going to keep that whole thing going. Jeff. No. Yes. Matt Hardy and Jeff Jarrett are uh, the fucking team in the tag thing. Oh, the acting in this segment. Jeff, like my brother... Did anyone not immediately think Jeff Jarrett? Like it was so. Oh, oh, oh your partner is Jeff. It's like, of course. Like, oh god. Anyway, seen enough Matt Hardy to last me a lifetime. Um, we got um, uh, what was it? Jericho. A new Jericho segment where he's like teasing the next chapter of his career or whatever the fuck. Uh, big baby face in Canada. Are
1: they, are they starting to phase out the JS a little bit?
0: Seemed like it. That seemed like the I thrust of the of the promo. So basically Callus came out Callus came out with his like um uh like you're entering combat in a horror video game music. Like when, <laughs> when when that music is still playing, you haven't killed all the enemies, there's one still back that you have to go finish yeah, them to yeah, the, yeah. because the the tension music is still playing. It was very weird. I it's different. So I kinda liked it. I like it. I like it. Uh the short version he said, Look, why don't you join my stable? And Jericho's was like, I found stables. You want my answer? And he goes, Maybe. Oh,
1: that was so lame as well. You know, you want my answer? You want to know if I'm going to join? You want to know? Will I tell you now? Am I going to say it? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, it's lame.
0: So yeah. So there you go. So that's their tease going forward, and and later on they had a Sammy and Garcia and Jericho segment. He's like, oh, you know, I might not be here to lead you forever, boys. You know, bloody blood. Um. Renee was backstage with Roderick Strong and the Doctor, and Renee and the Doctor had a conversation about Roddy, like, whose child was not in the room. That was very <laughs> odd.
1: Oh, we missed uh, the MJF uh, Cole segment earlier. Oh,
0: God. Okay. So they, they had a Monday Night Raw segment where, where they went to the gym together. <laughs> and and there was a fat guy there and mjf was like that guy is so fat
2: he, he was is, so fat
0: that guy is so fat that he is bloody fat and actually, <laughs> like, oh you can't bloody say that these days and then he goes but he is fat they yeah he, <laughs> says,
1: he says the woke mind virus
0: yeah he yeah. was like the bloody pc police will come get me but then can he another thing that i'm curious about what the motivation was behind doing this the bit where like MJF's like, oh Adam Cole, you won't be able to lift that, and then Cole lifted it, but uh, kind of obviously <laughs> it shot in such a way where there was perhaps some some tomfoolery going on with the weights. Was that like? I felt like that was obviously so. In the in the k of the scene, he was lifting the weights. I feel like this that was. Designed to like make fun of the concept of Adam Cole doing that? Am I yeah, crazy? It,
1: it was so played for comedy that I didn't know what to make of it. I it, didn't know what. It, to yeah, make an extreme
0: close up of MJF's face going. <laughs> I think it was supposed to be our beloved baby face is strong and tough, and the heel underestimates him. Ooh. But actually, but just watching it, you're like this. Like I feel like this is taking the piss out of Adam Cole. It's really bizarre. It's really weird. It was weird. Um, yeah, it was not funny at all the whole the whole thing and it was very raw and between well, that what
1: was funny go was him doing the roderick strong entrance
0: with adam cole that was good i mean that 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 thing like saves the, basically the whole thing so they had the match which was mgf and cole against daddy magic and the butcher which now there's a team yeah there's magic team, meat um there, there's a team that should that should be a fixture and the, the match was fun i thought the match was fun they did the whole um uh cole not wanting to help him with the abdominal stretch spot and a bunch of other stuff. What you make of the match?
1: Yeah, it was good. Good fun. Yeah, it's all right.
0: Uh, they won, and then it was time to do more uh, Monday Night Raw stuff, where they had a birthday party for Cole, and a cake came out, and MJ was like, "I'm gonna put his face in the cake," and then MJ put his face in the cake, and yeah. I'm not I, feel like it,
1: I feel like I feel like it's intended to be cloying and
2: mm.
1: over the top, like saccharin. Because I feel like we're getting a violent angle before
0: long. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I assume MGF will, like, kill him at some stage. Exactly.
1: That's the, uh, That's what it's got to be. It's got to be it's so over the top. And it's, oh, my God,
0: we're buddies. I, I'm
1: going to put his face in the cake. Uh, and then it'll eventually get the, like, fucking Sabu spike out. Or
0: I, was, I was also about to say, like, a railroad <laughs> spike. I was like, yeah, MGF's going to, like, stab him in the head. Yeah. Um, we got Brit versus Ruby uh, in a rematch from last year's Owen Hart final. Uh, a match that last year's one was was pretty good. I don't know what happened with this one. Uh, not No. Not not great, unfortunately. I thought it was alright. Maybe also bad attention, but
1: it was it was a bit sloppy. It was a bit
0: sloppy. Yeah. I'm yeah. yeah. uh, somewhat surprised at the results. I mean, I guess not because it's two baby faces on the other side of the bracket, but mm. Uh it seems like they are not it seems like they're I suppose uh, they're kinda they're kinda cooling off on Brit a little bit, but I suppose they did like she was like a centerpiece for like three years, do you know what I mean? So I suppose it's not I mean you
1: could have done the uh the private party beating the young bucks here, giving a sky Blue away win over Brit or someone.
2: Like that. Yeah. I think Ruby needs a win though. She's been losing a fair bit, so I don't Yeah, like she is like she the pin
0: eater of that whole group, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. Um so it is, then it is uh, Athena and Willow, which was delayed because Willow had a minor injury, mm-hmm. facing the winner of Sky Blue and Ruby, um, I believe. Yeah. And then the yeah, final, we'll... yeah. So the final will presumably be Ruby and Willow, unless they go with a big upset in either of those matches. Which they could do, because they, they've. I feel like they're kind of leaning a bit more into Sky Blue lately, but I still I don't I don't think she'd beat Ruby after Ruby beats Brit. I don't think, but we'll uh, we'll see. Here's here's a question
1: in Go terms on. of the Owen Hart. Yeah. Do you see them in the short term having a heel win the the Martha Hart Owen Hart tournament? That'd be a little bit
2: I think they could do it. It's just like a second year. I think they could do it maybe is, do but, one. But
1: the Owen Hart as an idea, and with with the procession of giving the belts on, I'll, always seems like it's, it's it's a thing that has to have a happy
0: ending. Oh, they were both heels last year when they won. Yeah, but it wasn't played as if they were heels. Well, it, oh. this, is the thing. this is the thing. In a way, it doesn't even really matter, because if if Ruby and um, who's, a, who's a heel on the min- I can't even remember the broken brackets. If Ruby and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs win, they're just going to come out and smile and shake hands and hug yeah. Martha and, and you know but like I, know,
1: that's, that's what my question is like a real hit heel win.
0: Yeah. And it'd be a thing.
1: Like without a feeling like exploitative or
0: Yeah. I yeah. I think I think for the re- that reason and also I just think they're the best options, I think they should be babyface. It should be Willow and Ricky of the remaining people. I mean it should, mm. you can't have Punk out there within the fucking It's just with half the audience hating him. It's just it's just it would not work at all. Um, Plus, I I, I do like this this as more of the kind of mid characters up and coming work rate people uh, tournament. Adam Cole and Britt were like good first winners to kind of establish it, but I think I think people Willow and and Starks are like the exact tier of people I think should win it on the Mm -hmm. come. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Um, Yeah, I I've enjoyed this tournament so far. I've enjoyed it more than last year's. I think. I think it's it's for sure um solid matches for the most part i didn't, i didn't love this one obviously but other than that's fine um uh omega versus Wheeler, Utah in the main event uh it was very very good i mean they had a they had a great match you knew they'd play off the 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 finish and 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 kenny like as he always does i mean they worked this match in such a way that it was just like um giving yuta as much as he possibly could and really even though he was getting his win back making sure that it was still yuta very much seen as on 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 par with Kenny to a certain degree
2: yeah yeah good good win for Kenny
1: and then the post match had about 10 minutes of content in one minute people were running, running around with chairs people oh no there's the Dark Order out here now they're blocking ah, why the, why,
2: why, the, why the Dark Order involved in this whole thing yeah, that's ridiculous
0: came this, out
2: to, to this feels even, like a anyway. fight forever storyline but suddenly the Dark Order show up like, yeah. fuck are you doing here I mean, it's...
0: Yeah, like, they're, they're heels now, I guess, as well, after...
2: AEW um, Dark was cancelled, so, so now they have to show up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I know they, they they try, and it's like, oh, well, they're them and Hangman are, like, interwoven. I don't
2: not, care. Not I don't care.
0: Like, like, to me, and I think I, I talked about this at the time with the Moxley feud, I was like, that was... Winning the title was one thing, and then doing the moxie feud was another thing. It's like the Hangman character needs to graduate from beyond it, which to me, at the very least now, the Dark Order heals it. So it's like, at least now they're just fighting each other. I can't take any more of this Hangman ooing and aahing and, oh, who are my pals? I, I don't want to do any more of that. I don't want to do any more. We've had we've had that basically for the entire existence of the company. I'm like, let's just have him fucking beat the shit out of him and call it a, you know, um, uh, call it a story. Um, but yeah. Uh, so blood and guts is the next thing uh, two weeks from now or one week from this coming Wednesday I suppose it yeah. will be uh, the Boston debut and it's uh, elite versus BCC and they both have a fifth man to announce so that'll be yeah. interesting. Um, we'll
1: see. Just quickly from Rampage, mm. uh, the Dark Order did get did get the win over the uh, yes the boys after Evil Uno um, worked the balls as I call it the low blow <laughs> on. Uh, and his, his former pal. Um which was interesting. I mean, again, we're not mad on the dark I, I still like Johnny Hungy, but yeah,
0: dark. I movie. like them as I like I like them as wrestlers. I think Uno is like really under I've no it's not a talent thing, it's just like I just think it's beneath Hangman's station. Do you know what I mean? A little bit, a little bit. Um you know what they feel a little bit like? Um, in terms of being
1: done and, and kind of past their sell by day. Is um, a little bit like the new day.
0: Okay, I'll uh, be at the new day. They're all
1: injured and aren't around anymore. But it's just like it, it feels like a, a relic of a past kind of mm-hmm. era, Dark Order, where they used to have eighteen people running around.
0: Yeah, it's just that's just
1: the three boys. Yeah, and
0: it is also like they've had they've had two different eras when you think about it. They were there from day one. They were the heels. It wasn't great. Yeah, they they, had the, they they stabilized the or
1: whatever they're called. Yeah,
0: or what were they called? They had some stupid name for them orderlings or some shit like that <laughs> uh and then brody came in and saved it and that was great and then obviously he sadly passed and then they became baby faces so you had they had they successfully had a heel run they successfully had a baby face run now they're going back to heal. and it's been doing that since the company founded which i think is important to, to remember um so yeah um yeah but uh anything else from rampage Sammy
1: Guevara and uh, Daniel Garcia did beat Jeff Jarrett and Matt Hardy. Danny Garcia did a little dance again, of course. Highlight of my week. Um, Sheeta beat Marina Shafir. And, and I tell you, a, a good little tag team. I don't, don't think they're going to win, but uh, Big Bill and Brian Cage were a lot of fun as a team.
0: I did see people singing their praises. I mean, I, I Big Bill is great.
1: Big Bill in particular is really great. And I'm I'm wondering at what point do you kind of pull the trigger on him as something
0: more than where he is? They've got so much stuff. they got so many uh, fucking irons in the fire. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. He's Uh, really
0: good. I think, and I also think Brian Cage is a guy who is obviously talented, but for almost his entire (laughs) career, he's been kind of like. What do you do with him? Like above impact level, can he really be a world champion? I think a tag run with, with, with Big Bill would not be the worst uh, thing, especially if they, if they stick with the firm. Uh, I know I know. Cage is already in a group, so I, I guess they're, they're probably not... <laughs> and the be, guns they, are gone as well. And Ethan Page is with Matt Hardy as a babyface now, so the firm is, is done so. So the firm, yeah. So they've... Actually, maybe you could like... No, I know. They, 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 they... No, they, but
2: Cage is in the... Cage is in the embassy. embassy.
0: This, this is what I was saying, yeah. So they, there's, there's probably too much stock in that group. But I think this
2: maybe just quietly just put Big Bill in the embassy or something you know just
0: yeah. like like you say yeah the firm's not even really I forget anybody. that
2: the whole embassy thing was fucking stupid anyway yeah. Yeah, and they released that man with the tattoos on his face so they don't they can just skip that yeah out. yeah although they
0: got Prince Nana in which is good you know so what uh, yeah. uh, what about collision oh god Baby, ooh, Collider's
1: in the
2: house.
1: Ooh. I was back to I was back to watching it live, and what a what a, what a good decision that turned out to be. Oh, baby! What I
2: mean,
0: I, t- I tell you, I I, I I haven't been the foremost FTR respecter. I've i liked them, I've disliked them, I've been in the middle on a lot, but I mean, they they man, that was a great match. Press man. F for respect, and the same,
1: respect. same for the, the same for Juice. Juicy and uh, and uh,
2: juicy juicy J and
1: and Switchy and Switchy boy um what because we've we've been the same we've not been big on them
0: yeah Um, and uh, and and I've also kind of felt like I'm like almost not even really blaming Jay White though I'm like he's he's gotten very it's been a very weird start booking wise for him I'm like yeah and this was just kind of like all right four talented guys we're giving you a fucking half an hour of television time. Just go out there and just do the dang thing, and they did the dang thing. Oh. Fucking Jay White spitting all over himself. He looked like a snowman by the end of the match. My god, that man was gobbing all over himself. Like nobody's business, it was grotesque. Yeah. And poor Bald had a little hanging off his his belly at one stage, a big glob of Jay White spit. That's how you know it's a real wrestling match. <laughs> They're just sweating and spitting all over each other. But it was uh, the kind of
1: performance that can kind of get a team over to an extent. Like you can have yeah. the the Bullet Club Gold whether or not that's click or not, suddenly you have a match like this, and suddenly everyone's like, "Oh Jesus, these guys are actually yep. are actually great," and you can you can push off that and and get the guns and and that kind of click.
2: Hmm. Um, oh, but then what if they win the tag titles and the guns won the tag titles? <laughs> the Golden Guns, CM Punk.
1: Anyway, this yeah, this match was was absolutely outstanding. Very good. Ah. Uh, Tremendous, tremendous stuff. Mm. Loved it. Loved it. A lot of fun. On on a show where we had CM Punk and Samoa Joe as kind of my single area of focus, oh, we're going to get Joe Punk tonight. Suddenly, this completely, completely stole the thunder from it.
2: Yeah. A uh, very good match. What was the opener on this one? That was, uh, was CM, that Punk?
0: C, CM Punk. Oh, oh uh, Punk yeah. hyping up the ground. Yeah, like reacting to their bad rating last week. CM Punk out to start the show. CM Punk back out <laughs> to finish he, the like, show. He did the
1: whole promo and like stood at ringside. Why did he not just climb into the ring to
0: do it? I don't know. It Bro. felt very uh, last minute. Like last product. minute, kind of get the fuck out there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, thought this is a. I thought this is a, a great show. I have to say before we talk about there's a lot of great matches on this show. I have to say. Yeah, like, in terms of presentation and entrance and stuff, Julia Hart might have like one of the best in the whole company. Ever. Uh, and it, yeah, maybe yeah. Like, like it's fucking great. And it's funny because I feel like. House of Black in general, like I like them. I think the matches are good. I think the promos are like Malachi Black had one on the show, and I was like,
1: Blah. <laughs> it's, it's, just, a, "It's a little bit, it's a little bit Bray Wyatt."
0: It's a little—that's exactly. It's a little bit Bray Wyatt. But I think, I think, like when she comes out for her singles matches, it's so cool. It's such a well done thing. And I think overall, they're they're good. Like I don't think I don't think Black's spooky promos. I don't think they they massively derail the act or anything. But I think she. You know um, her. I mean, what a, I I never thought that when they did that thing where she got she was the cheerleader who got the mist. I did not think it would lead to her being the the like the the centerpiece of the act. But it's really cool. Um, she 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 beat a, a local like it was nothing. They had they had to they had to like figure out I guess a last second match when uh, Willow was hurt. Um, uh, on, on the other matches though, I thought. For This was this was the Regina show, which had about 800 tickets sold until about last week. It was not looking pretty. For all that said, I thought the crowd were great. I think I thought they helped the Bullet Club match. And, like, Starks and Hobbs had, like, a really just a basic, in a good way, not in a, not in a derogatory, like, a really just solid, basic match. Hobbs just beating on him and beating on him and beating on him. And I thought the crowd really elevated it a lot. They were so there uh, for Starks. And I thought that match was just a really fun, like I say, basic in a good way, really fun match. Yeah.
1: I like the QT Marshall interplay.
0: Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> the
1: argument, because you can imagine being so frustrated. Get down off the apron. I'm just trying
2: to help you. I'm frustrated. Yeah. Da- 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 da.
1: That that was all very funny. Also him arguing with with Aubrey. And then the post match where he's trying to explain. That, that stuff was all very good. I will say if I was to really nitpick Go but on. I did like the match as well. Uh for Ricky to stop doing that springboard DDT. Because I've seen him not do it correctly more times now than I think I've seen him hit it, where he oh, it doesn't, it doesn't quite catch the rope, or oh, his legs are hanging. Oh, yeah,
2: oh, take it
0: yeah. I, I I'm with enjoy. you. Although I, this is one of those weird ones where because they're working over the leg, it like it. Yeah, yeah. Even the commentary kind the of the oh, is powerful average. enough to. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit dodge. Uh, and I guess they're, I guess they are, maybe not right. They're teasing that that Hobbs has had enough of the QT. So he just, it just feels like well, he
1: he, he he hit Arizona with a big old spine buster.
0: So. Yeah, but but then your girl Harley, she stopped him from laying out QT. So QT is still. I I I mean, I, I,
1: I, 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 I was transported back to two thousand. So I was like, hit her with the big spine buster, brother. <laughs> uh, no. It.
0: <laughs> Actually, Jim yeah, Roscoe. Rona was asking me, "Was that going to happen?" I was like, "No." If we
1: Jim oh, Ross
2: on commentary,
0: yeah. you get that Jezebel. He has called her a Jezebel. I'm yeah. fairly sure. He, he's to be fair. To his... If
2: you're going to call one woman a Jezebel, she yeah. fits the bell.
0: Yeah. Although <laughs> I think I think I think he's broken it out for a few of the ladies on the roster. Yeah, yeah. He only, you know, he he, he's, he he knows that he hits his uh, his high spots. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think they'll probably drag this out a little okay. bit because he didn't put hands on QT. So. <laughs> They'll probably they'll probably do like this exact not this exact they'll do a version of this finish again where he fucks up again and and he comes closer to doing it or something. I I I I think Hobbs is a weird fit for like this comedy group, but you know what right. I mean. It's it doesn't seem like it, it 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 doesn't seem like his vibe. But um, what else is on this show before the main event? Um,
2: uh, a mirror, another Miro promo backstage. That I just yes. love I love these promos. I think he's so good. That a that well, oh, you mentioned the devil at one point, which is mm. interesting. Just, just interesting. I don't know. You mentioned the flexible hot
1: wife. Did, did double mention... jointed wife.
0: Yeah. I like, I, I, like, that,
1: I Yeah, and I, I, I love that the 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 primers are all very serious. You know, mm. my god, you. I look at you and and then he'll just throw in and my smoking hot double jointed wife. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But like totally serious, he plays totally straight. Mm. He's great. Come on, let's get Miro in, in a storyline. Get him doing Give something Yeah, yeah I'm like all right, we we, we
0: we get the point with the we get the point with the squashes. We've seen. It. Okay, we get it. We, I've seen. We I've watched Miro do that match for eight years at this point. If you want to include his WWE career, like let's let's let's, let's have Miro come out know.
1: and fucking cost Punk the tournament. Dude, I, I'm gonna do with something yeah. Yeah.
0: that would be great. That'd be a great feud. Um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, let's, let's get cooking with, uh, with our Miro here. We love Miro. Let's do a bit of Miro, please. Uh, yeah, so we, uh, Scorpio Sky versus Andretti. This is a, so they're, they're kind of trying to re-reintroduce Scorpio. And I guess as a pretty plain Jane baby face, just came out, had an okay match with, a with Andretti and shook his hand afterwards. What,
1: what was with the whole... Okay, we had the whole promo from Scorpio Sky where he's like... I'm back. When I was around the first time, I wasn't being re- truly me. I didn't have the full, the
0: proper confidence. I wasn't, full, you know... And
1: then he comes back, he's the same character. He rests exactly the same. Same persona. Like, what's different about him. I think, I, I,
0: I think that was like a cover for like... Um, last time you saw me, I was a heel. <laughs> you know, Uh yeah,
1: I was hoping that we're, you know, to give the benefit of the doubt, I was hoping we we're going to get a bit more of a repackaging.
0: Yeah. But we haven't
1: done. He's, he's the same character. It is what it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I, I, and this this is the part of the show where I kind of realized, for better or worse, I think, you know, I do like um uh, Collisions. Like, a, it is very, early on, we were critical of it feeling a little bit like Dynamite on a Saturday night. But the pace of this show is way different. Yeah. It is very slow, long matches, and Dynamite is already a long match show. You can never fall to the amount of wrestling time on Dynamite, but this one, like that Bullet Club match, is super long. They're op- they're opening with the promos to establish the main event, and it's pretty straightforward match. Very simple backstage interview, lengthy match, uh, uh, a promo where it's just a just a guy talking to the camera, just Miro just talking to the camera. You know what I mean? I I think there's a very kind of conventional old school structure to things that I like and that means if you're you take the rough with this move that means when you're, in, you're reintroducing a guy like Scorpio Sky he has to go out there and have a cold match with a jabroni I mean that's just the way it is Um but yeah um, and that led us to Punk V Joe very good which was great shock yeah. of shocks yeah I do feel like it could have
1: used another minute or two at the end mm. but I thought it was very very good and oh and I mean we, we got finally what we've been begging for a hot angle to close out the show yes to get you coming back for more so actually we talked about mirrors a second ago but obviously Samoa Joe Punk looks like it's going to be the direction Um, oh he went for the handshake
0: oh I god that's a choke. I was like everyone everyone like goes crazy for it it was like oh my god Rona jumped out of her seat. she hates CM Punk with a fucking passion (laughs) (laughs) and she was like she was like a Canadian in spirit at that moment because the second he pulled him in she was like ah, get his ass
2: (laughs) That oh. no,
0: is great. Oh, sometimes, Joe is so. Sometimes great you
1: sometimes keep it simple. The simplest angles can be the most effective.
0: Yeah, and that was the like, match as well. I mean, it adjusted yeah, for TV great. time. It was a very quintessential Joe Punk simple but effective match. It really mm. was. Very, very good. Um I would have liked I would have liked Joe winning just because I feel like he's he would be a great final for for Ricky. But also, they, they they did it in such a way where, you know, Joe, be like, you know, they'll definitely bring up the fact that he didn't like defiantly, you know, GTS Joe and pin him clean in the middle. You know, they'll they'll reference that. I'm certain of that. Um, yeah. So, uh, and that's, yeah. So, you're a you're very strong s- show. Very yeah. strong show.
1: I like that at the end as well, Stark's kind of looking down at Punk, but didn't kind of come down and help him, kind of looking on. Mm. Bit,
2: so. Very good. Very subtle. Good. Very subtle collision. Yeah, yeah. It's like the opposite of Dynamic. <laughs> it's just
1: <laughs> Uh this hole look at this
0: fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry that was my pre-workout. <laughs> <laughs> and that was uh collision for the week. So this coming week we will have the Two out
1: of three falls.
0: Two out of three falls. Bullet Club. um, uh, FTR rematch. That I might be staying up live for that one as well. (laughs) Two out of three falls and uh, Punk versus Stark Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and the women's final as well. Will they? Will they get the women's final done? Based on they they, they do it all in the same show Yeah Wednesday. Wednesday yeah. is Ruby versus Sky, and then Athena and Willow is rampy if she's yeah. clear. If she's cleared, yeah. I mean, if
1: she's not, I assume they'll just say that she's out. And that would be unfortunate because I would Ruby assume she's gets, winning. Ruby gets a bye. Yeah. yeah, if she's not clear, she's not clear. You can't
0: do That's life. That is the wrestling abyss. So yeah, looking forward to that so one. Um, and I guess then on this coming week's dynamite, I guess we get our mystery men or the reveal thereof. They'll, they'll probably do at least one of them at the show, I guess. Oh, you
2: know? the, the Blood and Guts. Yeah, who do you think yes. it is abushi obviously. Ibushi so, makes the most sense
0: for, for the Elite. Um, for
2: BCC...
1: Jericho? Well, no, Based on the segment.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be rubbish. That'd um, be shit. With <laughs> yeah.
1: Jericho yeah. in, in a BCC-branded Painmaker outfit.
0: Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> a, yeah. track track Jericho. S-
2: It'll be the Painmaker. S- maker. S- <laughs> Yeah, the pain maker will return.
0: Oh dear! Oh dear! Anyway, I' oh, suck. We all can't wait to find out. Anyway, it's the wrestling golf for this week. Uh, some good wrestling this week. Yes. Uh, films. We watched some fillings. 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 We got some. <laughs> you the dentist. So I went to the dentist. Like, oh, it's filling golf time. Let me tell you, they're rubbish. Um, no, we watched some films. I watch. I'll, I'll run through mine. I watched some total shite. Uh, well this was about I watched the most recent Resident Evil film right starring um that one off of skins from a couple of years ago the
1: the not paul w s Anderson one
0: no yes yeah, so w paul w s had gone off to do Monster Hunter I guess at this stage yeah. and so this is their kind of quasi reboot and it's uh it's like whereas those are doing their own weird thing this one is like more or less here's the plot of one and two in a film. And it's uh, the director of the second Strangers film, which doesn't sound like much of an, an accolade, but I think that one's actually really good. So that's that's his claim. to him. It was OK for what was uh, it had a pretty terrible trailer. It had like zero hype. It was not very well reviewed. I thought it was all right. It was a very watchable. It had a charming cheapness to it uh, uh, in a weird way where it had, it had like a 20 million dollar budget, with is like nothing. And it's set in 1998 when Resident Evil 2 came out. And they kind of had, like, some really kind of, like, cool, even though they did look cheap, like, 1998 police station sets. Do you know what I mean? It was, like, it, it, it had an endearing cheapness to it. I would not say go out of your way to see it if you're, like, a horror fan. It often wasn't very scary. It was all right. As video game movies go, it was all right. Uh, not all right was the kind of random Netflix, campy not arse picking anything else watch of 2003's Wrong Turn. Starring Miss Eliza Dishku. she off of I think Angel or one of those shows back in. <laughs> one <like> those,
1: who? <laughs> one, of, one of those Sky Angel,
0: One programmes, yeah, 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 in The day, um, yeah. This is one of those like inexplicable, like made for ten million, uh, somehow grossed sixty million, and then got a bunch of direct-to-video sequels. Wrong turn, and it's it's basically like sh- shit, like Deliverance or The Hills Have Eyes. It's like a bunch of poshos. Uh, are off in the woods, they take a wrong turn. Oh, uh, that's the name of the movie. And a bunch of, like, <laughs> just think of Hollywood's most tasteless portrayal of country folk. <laughs> and it's just, like, inbreeding freaks who like to eat people they find on the side of the road. Yeah. They set up on Well, that's them. pretty
1: accurate, to be fair.
0: No, that's terrible. How dare you? Um, Have
1: you ever been to Leash, Mary?
0: <laughs> no, and I never will. I've, I, I, I never take that wrong turn, I can assure you. Uh, it's crap. I mean, it's 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 rubbish, mm. and, and although it, it's so crap that it made me want to watch the other ones to see how bad they are, but I I shan't, I sha not yes. bother. Uh, in the in the better, uh, better than that stakes, I did watch one decent film. I did watch a film from, from released earlier this year called The Blackening, which as the title would probably imply is kind of a it, it, this sounds like an insult, but it's like it's kind of like what if there was a good scary movie film? Uh, it's uh, uh, but it's a, an entirely black cast. And I think the, the subtitle for the film is like, we can't all die first. So it's it's, it's oh. a extre- extremely self-aware horror comedy satirizing horror in general, but specifically the portrayal of black people in horror movies. And it's very funny. There's plenty of laughs, like, uh, with the scary movie comparison. It's incredibly cheesy at points. Like, it's it's it it's it's very funny and it's making fun of a lot of genre tropes in a lot of ways. And then it's also very, very basically slapstick in a couple of ways that I did also enjoy. It's good. It's worth a watch if you like your if you like your horror comedies and your horror satires. It is not. It's not going to trouble Cabin in the Woods at the top of the list. But it is a. Uh, it is a very easy ninety Ooh, minute. I gotta uh, watch Cabin in the Woods again sometime. Before you know it, it'll be October. Wow. I know. I heard up. I see. yeah, the blackening. It, it was good fun. And again, that, that was a 90 minutes in and out as well. Uh, uh, good fun on that. Um, it also kind of r- reminded me, and this is like, your, your mileage will extremely vary in this regard. It reminded me a little bit of Bodies, 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 which we talked about on this show a couple of weeks ago. I've seen Joe. Paul, did you see that? No, me and Joe saw that. And I know oh. Joe wasn't high on it. I liked it. Oh. And I think we probably have a similar divide on this one where it's kind of... I think it's like making fun of a lot of like modern like Twitter people verbiage, mm. but it's flying very close to the sun where you might not think they're making fun of it and just just be irritated just, by it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. it's it's walking that line. Um. So uh. So yeah, approach with caution. But I thought it was very funny. Um. Uh, and that was all the films I saw. What films did you boys watch?
2: Uh well, just the one for me. Just rewatch. So um. Head of seeing Indiana Jones, the new Indiana Jones on Wednesday, Uh, we watched Raiders of the Lost Ark, the original Mm -hmm. Indiana Jones film. Um, And it's very, very good. It starts off with the iconic sequence with the big stone rolling down the thing and he loses his whip and he's like, oh, the whip, I've got to get my whip. And then um, Alfred Molina's there and that's all good. Um, It's really good. He follows a very similar template to the first film. (laughs) You know, you start to see him. Once you watch it, Um, I don't think it's anywhere near as good as the Last Crusade. That is my that's my feeling on the movie. I know a lot of people love it, but i I think that one does the globe trotting so much more. Like they they go all around the world, all these different countries. This one's actually quite contained to sort of one, mainly to one location. Um, But it is it's a lot of adventure. I like the the romance uh, aspect of it. yeah, it's, it's, it was very very good, but uh, not not my favorite. But okay. well, my favorite Temple of Doom. Um,
1: well, I but but with the caveat of I'm gonna rewatch the four, you yeah, know, originals before I watch the new one, and I haven't started yet because I've been watching something else. We'll get to in a second. Mm. But yeah, I I always liked um, Short Round and Harrison Ford looking through the little hole, going, "We are going to." Die.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and Temple of Doom yeah like I, I've always enjoyed 80s high fantasy your legend your labyrinth willow and Temple of Doom felt closest to that to
2: me Okay, yeah.
1: but maybe upon revisit I'll go oh Temple of Doom's actually a big pile of shit and uh, <laughs> Last Crusade is the best it's been a long time since I watched them though so we'll see did you like at least the bit where their like faces melted off
2: of course, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's uh, classic. Yeah, those effects are a bit. Uh, I'm not sure. You know, they're a little bit. In the kids to say that. Well, Nazi's face is melting off. That's, that's my point. Well, well, my it? point is, you wouldn't have that
1: in a in a family movie today. Indiana Jones has always been a a family movie.
2: <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. A fa- I'll give you a family movie. And then people's um,
1: faces melt off
2: at the end. Yeah, <laughs> and and then the Nazi's face melted. Yeah. If that doesn't happen at the end of every film, then it's yeah. it time. is a
0: weird it is a weird trade off now where family films are slightly more mature in some ways, where where like a Pixar movie is like, mm. and it's okay to be depressed. Yeah. <laughs> but in the eighties, they were mature in like, and then the faces melt off, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Indiana Jones went shit.
0: Yeah. Oh, damn. Depression. I just fucking melted a Nazi's face. That's our one fuck we're allowed to <laughs> Um, I watched five movies. Go week. on. Ooh. I'm also in preparation of watching a new release.
1: Yeah, so I reviewed Mission Impossible last week. The first one. Let me quickly revisit. It's fucking great. It's slick. It's smart. Yeah, great action. Um... Has its own very different feel to Bond. Definitely stands out as its own. It's a little bit smarter. It's a little bit more slick. The Palma's direction excellent. Some great shots in there. Great. The uh, Palma focus shifts and stuff like that. Love yeah. the first one. Then we go to number two, Mission Impossible mm. Two, John Woo, yeah, uh, directed, which um, in retrospect might not have been the best choice. It's it's very of its time. Is the kindest I can kind of be of it. It's, it's very matrixy feeling. Uh, Tom Cruise does about seven backflip kicks in it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And there's a lot of silliness. Um, uh, Tandiway Newton is in it as well as a kind of love interest.
0: Yeah. I don't feel like they ever have. A ton
1: of chemistry
0: either no and it like it's so central like if you've not seen if you've oh, only it's seen almost the
1: most, a romance film yeah, than, if you have
0: uh, not if you've only seen the most recent mission impossibles like for ages i'd only seen one and then the new one so mm-hmm. i i talked about this few weeks ago i watched my time i cannot overstate enough how it, it is kind of almost like a it's almost like an it's not an erotic thriller but it's not like it's like a like a it's like a it's like a
1: jessica know. alba yeah uh, it, what's that it, what yeah it, it, Adventure your like, romance.
0: Very strange, and it's like you were you like, it's it's not great, but it is. You kind of almost have to respect it, especially watching it with twenty twenty three eyes. And 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 Holly, and you know, with the exception of Mission Impossible, so many of the big blockbusters are just safe and churned out. And then John Woo back then was like, I want this one to be like a romantic movie. John, please, no, John, <laughs> just we brought you. You you're the guy who did the slow motion through there with the birds. Yes. Um... I've I've wrote I've written a deeply sexual film. Um, <laughs> that I kind of, like I will say, it's, it's very weird in a in in a not great but kind of interesting way.
1: Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's it's the easily the worst one. It's uh, it doesn't quite fit as a Mission Impossible movie. Nope. All the rest of them feel more or less the same. It almost feels like something that was retrofitted into a Mission Impossible movie. Yes, like John Woo had this script about this action movie with romance and oh yeah we, we, have, we need you for a Mission Impossible okay we'll, we'll fit all together uh, so yeah unfortunately I'll give a thumbs down on Mission Impossible 2 yeah uh, a two star movie if ever there was one uh, then we go to Mission Impossible 3 J.J. Abrams takes the lead uh, again again a film that's uh, notable for being just the most straightforward and solid yet kind of bland one like it's good mm-hmm. it's good but it's not got a lot to it. it. It doesn't have the crazy action of the later ones. It doesn't have the slick scripting of the first one and visual look of the first one. Abrams got a very straightforward, safe visual style. Um, and even Philip Seymour Hoffman showing up, I felt like he was kind of underserved by the film. He's not got enough to do in it. When he is in it, he's yeah. very good, but he's not in it enough and he doesn't have enough to do when he is in it. But it was like yeah, it's solid. It's it's certainly the most consistent until you get to the much better ones. But it doesn't have the highs or the lows of the rest of them. It's just the most mm, three star of them, I guess. Uh, we then come to Ghost Protocol, Brad Bird, and this this is the film where Tom Cruise sat the director down and said, "Lad, don't worry about it. I'm gonna just go and fucking do a load of mad shit."
0: <laughs> and that'll be the film,
1: okay? This is the one where he climbs on the outside of the Burj Khalif. Yeah. Uh, like a crazy man. And that's where the appeal of the movie starts to shift into what's Tom Cruise going to do next? Yes. Um, a Ghost Protocol. But in addition to that, I feel like is is a, a really fun, well-written uh, film with with great set pieces outside of the Tom Cruise doing the real action. You have the, the screen in the hallway. Oh, I love it. And you have the... Uh, Catching Jeremy Renner with the magnets. Like there's there's a lot of really, really great stuff in, in Ghost Protocol. And the and the car um car park scene at the end as well. Yes. Yeah. I think Ghost Protocol is, if anything, a little bit underrated. I think it's it's really, really strong. And so I'm I'm rubbing my hands and I'm saying, lads, here we go. We're getting on to Rogue Nation and Fallout. Ooh, baby. Uh Rogue Nation where Chris McQuarrie comes on comes mm-hmm. on board. Uh, so I was surprised to find that Rogue Nation is like a complete mess <laughs> and is, is really not great. Um, it's got a very good opera scene. Yes, and that's about it. <laughs> okay. Um, because I was this was the only film that I rewatched that I bumped down the score because I originally gave it like a seven.
0: Yeah, seven I, I remember you liking all of the the most recent. Yeah, really yeah. liking all of them, and actually on rewatch, I was
1: like, okay. The, the 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 plot is maybe the worst in the series, maybe even worse than the plot of two.
0: Okay,
1: where there's like there's literally a MacGuffin, and by the end of the movie they go, "Are you going to tell us what that MacGuffin was?" Uh, don't worry about it. And the, the, it's just a, a, a alluded to throughout. You never get, actually see or find out what it was. It was just oh, you have to get the um, the, the rabbit's foot. It's called. We got to get the rabbit's foot, and you never find out what the rabbit's foot
0: is. Wait, isn't that two? Was two of the rabbit's foot? Two, two is
1: the rabbit's foot, yeah. I'm yeah. sure that five has a similar Five has similar a yeah, similar thing. thing, yeah. But anyway, the thing with five is is also Um, what's the actor's name who plays the Sean, the British guy who plays the villain? Bean. No, I wish. <laughs> Rogue Nation. Uh, Sean
0: I can't remember Rogue
1: Nation. At he was all he, Sean Harris. He was in Green Knight as well. Okay. He he's great. He's really great in Green Knight. And he's in some other films that I've really. He was in um, Game of Thrones as well. And I really think he's a, he's a really good actor. But I think there's a little, there's a little bit of uh, Christoph Waltz in the Bond movies, where you get a right. really great actor in to play an iconic role, and he just gives a really flat, boring performance. And that's how I feel a little bit about Sean Harris here. He plays the whole movie with this quiet gravelly voice yeah. and so it's just like really after Seymour Hoffman and, and even uh, Michael is his name the, the guy from John Wick
0: yes yeah
1: he's the villain in Ghost Protocol he's fucking great and then you come to this one in Shire's is a bit shit and I'm I'm gonna have a go at London for a second Joe so cover your ears <laughs> London my favourite city in the world What? but from the point of cinematography London always looks a bit shit in films <laughs> and the entire last hour because it's all these like streets packed on top of each other and the streets all kind of look the same when it shifts from from a scene in like Venice or Paris something where there's it's it's very visually interesting London's not a particularly visually interesting city unfortunately a lot of the uh, the latter half of Rogue Nation looks a
2: bit like a BBC show (laughs) Um, that's because they're all set in London
1: yeah, I understand, but, it, I, I, but I'm, not, I'm, I'm talking oh. about also the, the way that the shots are constructed. Oh. It's a little bit... I don't, a little know,
0: bad bad. I don't know where he's coming from, okay. to be honest.
1: Well, re- I, if you're going to rewatch it, Barry, before you see the new one, you might keep an eye out for some boring uh, okay. cinematography. <laughs>
0: well, I'm a UK citizen now, naturalised. Oh, of has, course. You know, so.
1: Well, look, I was surprised that I thought Rogue Nation was was not... What I had remembered it being, I thought it was a bit a bit messy, especially towards the end. And then it doesn't have a big set piece at the end; it just kind of meanders to a finish. There's no there's no big action ending. Uh, very disappointing. And so now we come to is Fallout. Now now I've seen that now I'm worried the Fallout's not going to be as good as I've ever been. Happy to report that Fallout still absolutely bangs, <laughs> slaps. I, I,
0: I wouldn't entertain a sentiment to the contrary, to be it's, honest.
1: It's, it's the best by a mile.
0: And it's it absolutely holds round.
1: up across the board. It's it's absolutely tremendous. The action is unparalleled. The performances are all great. The plot is interesting, makes sense, and is thrilling and engaging. Yeah. Everything Rogue Nation wasn't.
0: It's it, has, a, it has a really... It, good like espionage black ops who you trust in you know looking yeah. over your shoulder great stuff
1: it's it's still absolutely fantastic uh, i was surprised to find that I'd only given Fallout a four stars mm, with upon. Yeah. yeah up it went up to a nine
0: uh so cinemas originally because I, I imagine yeah. like yeah. Oh, how you how you didn't give that a fiver coming out of the cinema with that. My god. I don't know. I gave an eight and now now a nine. So here's the official
1: mission possible rankings. Is number one Fallout. Yes. Number two we will go Ghost Protocol. Yeah, you're right. Three the original. Then we'll have three, then we'll have Rogue Nation, and then we'll have two.
0: Okay, I, think that, I think that's I think a respectable I think that's a respectable
1: The only the only surprise was Rogue Nation because I was expecting that to be near near the top, but I, I was surprised by how much I, I really didn't care for it.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm that's actually next to my on my in my rewatch list. So I'm, I'm And now next time I fly to London I'll be going through passport
1: control and they'll say, We we heard your Rogue Nation. Yeah. What was you're, that about?
0: You're just gonna be like hey, oh life is really horribly shot now, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, who who blocked out this episode of my existence? <laughs>
1: um and actually a lot of fallout takes place in London as well, but that film's good. And in that film it looked good. why well, was that good? Maybe it was just a cinematographer of five is the problem.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, anyway, awesome. that is the movie Gough for the boys this week. Any television? I haven't really been watching any television. What TV you been watching?
2: Nah, nothing really
1: I've been watching Attack on Titan An anime show that I enjoy
0: Okay mm. Um, What, you I'm waiting co- for it to finish Before you you, you it No,
1: I was waiting for my Blu-ray to arrive Oh, okay, yeah And so I'm watching watching the episodes And I'm almost finished, honestly And then there's the two finale Hour-long specials And I will wait for those to come to Blu-ray Before I watch them
0: Are you subbing or dubbing on this? I always sub. Never okay. Dub,
1: never. Dub. Dead. Dead right. Yeah. Although it's 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 harder because you really gotta pay attention to it because you know sometimes let let people behind the curtain. Sometimes when I'm watching stuff, I might glance at my phone. Oh. I might have my tablet and I might <laughs> want to check something quickly. But if you're then you look up and you've missed five minutes. <laughs> you don't know what's happened. You have to go back. And so watching an episode can take forty five minutes sometimes. It is very good. There was a very fucking violent bit a second, a couple of episodes ago, and I'm 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 a bit of a squeamish man, but there was some violence happening.
0: Ah, uh, they should have warned you. Jesus, <laughs>
1: I mean, it is it is a relatively violent show as far as those go. I mean, yeah, I was you know, talking you, someone. Go on. I was talking to someone in the week about it because your your Full Metal Alchemist, like I'm going to list now the four anime I've ever watched. Your Full, full Metal Alchemists, your your JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, they're very like humorous. Mm. And like yeah, yeah, adventures and that, but they're also silly and, and funny at times. Attack on Titan's got like no humor in it whatsoever. <laughs> so when there's violence, it can be quite like it doesn't get undercut by and then we cut to a, a, a levity. There's like no levity <laughs>
0: at all. Yeah, the 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 like four episodes of Attack on Titan I watched were very violent and extremely serious. <laughs> <laughs> and miserable. Yeah. Um
1: yeah. It's that kind of show. But it's it's kind of really Cool central, like mystery to it, and we're, 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 uh, where I am now is you pretty much understand everything, and now yeah. it's coming to the end of the story. Uh, great theme song as well. Hmm.
0: Wow. Well, that is that is one area where where the anime world does, uh, you know, they deliver in space and the theme song stakes. Uh, I do, wa-
1: mean- do want to get into more more T V because Righteous Gemstones is back as well. Although I've heard yeah. this season's not not great. I still need to catch up with my Mad Men, Dark Side of the Ring.
0: Oh, I'm very behind on Dark uh, Side, actually. Et cetera,
1: et cetera. But I'll tell you why I'm behind on, the, on all these things. Uh, is a little video game called To Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom.
0: Go on. Hmm. So my DLC to it.
1: My uh, hardcover guide arrived.
0: Oh yes, okay. Big
1: old, big old, thick book. Four hundred pages of how to beat the game. So I'm nearly there. I'm nearly done with it. Uh, After 150 hours, which is where I currently am, um, we've rolled credits. We've finished all the quests, side adventures, memories, compendium, uh, shrines, light routes, uh, I've got three side quests left to do. Out of hundred and thirty-nine. Jesus. I've got three left. And I've I've got three armor pieces left to get as well. I've got all the armor in the game apart from three. One of which requires you to beat five Lynels in a row. Including a silver Lynel with armor. So uh, I'm gonna do a lot of preparation for that. And that's kind of my that was my criteria for beating the game was all these measurables beat as much of those as I can, apart from Koroks. Everything Mm. else, I'm trying to, more or less 100%. Uh, And actually, my percentage right now sits at about 60 overall (laughs) percentage conditions because the Koroks count for a lot of that. And also, um, every location in the game, you know when you go into a location and it pops up the name? Cave, Discovered. Mm. You have to get every location in the game. I obviously haven't been there. So it's a very difficult game to 100%. Sounds like it. But you know, to to to. Get all the shrines, light roots, quests, armor. For me, that was enough, and so 150 hours later, I'm very close. As I said, th- three armor pieces and three quests left. That's it, and then I'll say, okay, got my money's worth,
0: <laughs> and I can move <laughs> right. on. You were that that seven that new seventy euro price Nintendo. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll
1: allow it for <laughs> this. And it's funny because I remember playing uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I want to say. And 116 hours into that, I said, tap out. I can have no more. But this 150 has like, flown by. I still, all I think about doing is playing this game, you know? Um, and so, yeah. So I did get the, I, I ordered my uh, my quest uh, or my, what's it called? My official guide mm. with the idea when, when Fight Forever came out that I would take a break, play Fight Forever, and then this would arrive and I would fill in the blanks using this and so yeah i mean the guide is really great um it has rundowns of all the all the quests all the armor went where to get them and you know i could, i know i could always just do it online but i do like to have a little hmm. little bookie as well it's a nice kind of an you know. art an art book type of thing as well um but that's all i've been playing i've kind of neglected fight forever
0: yeah, I was going to ask week. if you had any week two thoughts. Um.
1: I almost feel like I don't want to play it too much in case they do rebalance it a little bit with an update,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then go back and play it more because you know for all the you know criticisms we gave it last week, I still feel like it's too easy to win matches. It's too easy to lose matches. It doesn't feel like you know. I I kind of want when I have a match for it to be a five six minute. Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. Back and forth, so so to speak um and it an ain't so That's,
0: i yeah i've i've i have been playing it a bit but not not too much cuz some other stuff I, i'll talk about in a second has kind of gotten taken over but i have played more of it and yeah the deeper i've gotten the more kind of like, okay it's it's it, it, originally i think most people's kind of consensus was kind of like you know okay the gameplay is great everything else is a eh, and the more i kind of play the more I'm like the gameplay is really good but yeah I, there's some balancing stuff it's kind of hard to have a long competitive match uh, so I'm curious what they do with that. I uh,
1: and that's the thing. I, I want to feel like when I win a match that I've earned it, right. or when I lose a match that it wasn't because I I got mm. a finisher hit on me ten minutes ago. Okay, yes. matches right. never go ten minutes, but you know, a finisher. I mm-hmm. mean, two minutes ago, and I, I I'm nearly back up to having a special, but I still got pinned. Joe, um, Joe, you where, where st- are you, you at? still on it?
2: Um, yeah, I've been playing it a bit. Um, I did unlock the nasty bastard Big Show. Ooh, finally, uh, beat that mother effer uh, one on one, one by count out. A bit cheating, a bit really, but um, yeah, I did unlock him. I was trying to unlock um Brody Lee, but I haven't quite managed it yet. Yeah, Uh, I haven't been playing it as much. I think to be honest, it's just because I'm old, and if I play for too long, my arms and wrists hurt a lot (laughs) um, because I don't play a lot of video games. So, like, I played it for probably four hours on, I don't know, like Wednesday. And the next day, I, my arms were in agony. <laughs> it was so painful. I'm waiting for the new the new mode, the, the Stadium Stampede. Because to be honest, that looks more fun than the rest of the game put together. Right,
0: That looks so just, stupid. I can't wait. I really can't I,
2: wait. I think they should have just released that as a game. Honestly, it would have been... <laughs> it, it probably would have been received better if they had done avoided creating a wrestling sim and just gone for something crazy off the wall like that. I think it then it wouldn't have drawn the comparisons with WWE, but well, I don't know, whatever they wanted to create that. So right. I'm
0: I'm very curious how that actually is and I'm I'm glad it's 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 you know, it's it's channeling the, the late Great Rumbleverse, which was one of the one of the one of the few kind there's been so many live service games that have been taken, completely taken off air, off digital storefronts, obliterated because they didn't make enough money. And Rumble Mm. versus one of them, and it was it was pretty much this. It was like a wrestling themed battle royal, and I loved it. And like I follow a lot of wrestling fans, a lot of gamers. I did not know another soul who played it, and so it it disappeared. And and this hopefully will will ignite that thing. I mean the 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 little trailer they put out was really weird because it's like it opens with like Yuka Sakazaki like running around backstage. So it's not just you're not just on the field. I'm wondering like how elaborate are the bowels of the building gonna mm. be like how big is this map I I can't wait till they show more of it. Um but we'll see. Yeah. Uh yeah so yeah Fight Forever is 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 chugging along okay but still as, as we said on, on review week work to do. You know what I mean? Still still plenty of work to do. Uh in other game news I did uh, we are still in the midst of the, the, the steam sale and I didn't technically get this in the Steam sale, but it was on sale at the same time. I got uh, Dead Island Two, which came out earlier this year, to kind of like middling to positive reviews, and I was like, Ooh, you know, wait for sale, and it was on sale like thirty percent off, so I I grabbed it, and it's fun. It's if you if no you never played the first Dead Island, it's a first person zombie fighting game and it's kind of like entirely melee based so there's barely any guns you're it's it's a you know uh pick up a pool cue and swing it and you know pick up random items from around the level and just and use it and the second one is set in la and so you're 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 in like uh uh, bel-air and you're kind of running through like influencer houses and shit like that and 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 you know bludgeoning them to death uh, with their uh, their various accoutrements around the house, it's it's very basic, but it's 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 charming enough. It's 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 delivering its kind of giddy, gory, um, uh, uh, zombie smashing thrills. Um, in particular, like the one the one thing that kind of it's it's very like the original, which came out like thirteen years. It was like a PS3 game. It's, this has been in the works for ages. The one kind of newish, kind of next genny kind of thing on it, it. It does have like the most grotesque like zombie dismemberment stuff I've ever seen they've used the power of, of in my case the steam deck to like render all their individual organs like like mm. specifically so you, you you knock a zombie down and um uh like they they've got like tech where where you hit them can the flesh can wear away; it can break in the exact point you hit them, and so on and so forth. And then, if you if you give them a little kick because you have a little melee, you can just kick them when they're down. Like, and you, if you split open their chest, or just because they're zombies, they just have to open. Like, you can see the individual organs jiggling around, and you can knock them out. It's you can I've say I've like in mid combat, I've like knocked jaws off of zombies, and they keep coming towards you. It's 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 almost like a it's just a for a game that is very basic. It is it's pretty much just running and smashing it does two things super well which is it does all that gore stuff well and everything you would see in an environment that you'd want to pick up and use as a weapon you can use as a weapon so you're in some like wanky influencer uh 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 uh, like a tiktok house type thing right where a bunch of people live together and so you're in there they're like gaming when you can pick up like the pool cues off the table and use that as a weapon and and it has customization like the first game so you're taking these random objects you're finding around and you're sticking nails in them and and electrifying them it's a very basic very giddy thrill kind of game so i'm enjoying that I, i i'm it's it's a it's a nice inverse of something like tears of the kingdom where it's not especially mentally taxing but it's doing a lot more kind of basic dopamine firing uh, uh activities in that one so yeah that's good dead island into i, I I'm, I'm glad i got it on the sale it's it, it does seem basic but I, I i think if you can grab it on sale it'll be worth it and i mentioned last week in passing uh, uh the jedi survivor the new star wars game I think that game is really dang great. I am really, really liking it. And I, I'm. it feels nice to enjoy a Star Wars property uh, uh, again. Um, it is very good. Um, I think I mentioned this last week, but they've kind of re-emphasized uh, versus the first one. They've really emphasized exploration um i i have spent so much so like the, you're on they drop you on a planet it's not a big massive open world but there's tons of little directions you can go little caves you can go to enemy bases optional bosses and it's just kind of i i didn't complete it 100 but i did so much optional stuff in that first area um uh, before moving on with the story because it's gameplay feels good and it has that nice star wars feel it has all the sound effects and you're meeting lots of weird little critters and they're saying oh you remind me of an adventure i went on on glimblor you know and they're doing all of that and it does have the first big planet you go on they want you to revisit a lot because basically uh, one of your story characters from the first game they buy a, a dive bar a very most obviously cantina Esque uh, um, type of bar, and as you're pottering through the game, if you do enough exploring, you can bump into other characters, and they're you know a DJ, a cook, or whatever. You can send them back to the cantina, and you can customize the cantina. You can change the music that's being played there. You can uh, grow plants there, and it's just for a game that takes a lot of inspiration from like the Dark Souls games, and its main gameplay mechanic is kind of hard combat. It has a lot of fun with the Star Wars license, and it wants you to hang out in its weird little desert planet bar and talk to the patrons and soak up the music and the character design. There's a whole, there's a whole undercurrent of just, Hey, it's still fun to explore a star Wars world. Do you know what I mean? With, with modern sensibilities. It's good. I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a a very solid thumbs up so far. And the core mechanics are very good. Lightsaber fighting. You're choking people. You're flinging droids against the wall. You're doing all that fun stuff you like to do when you're, when you're a Jedi. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I haven't touched Tears of the Kingdom in a while. I think I'm having a little break from Tears of the Kingdom. I'm 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 uh, preserving my brain. Um, uh, you know, I think I crossed the sixty or sixty-five hour mark on that. Um, I never got. I, I still haven't gotten back on doing any of the other temples. I've only done water. Uh, so I think the next time I pick it up, I want to just go to another one and and you know make a bit, bit of progress. But uh, yeah, that is the game. It should be a good games week. Happy with 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 all of them. Uh, uh, Star Wars and Dead Island are, are a very solid thumbs up for me. Uh, what about music guff for the week?
2: Music. I have an album of the week. Um, this week I've been listening to Purple Rain by Prince.
0: Ooh, um, oh yeah.
2: Now we'll see. Everyone's little, heard little, it. Everyone, little,
0: under, little underground artist. Right,
2: everyone, everyone knows Prince. I've never really listened to any of his music outside of the you know whatever's on the radio. The Yeah. Yeah. So I listened to this one. And I have to say it's fucking brilliant, baby. Ooh, it's good. I loved it. I loved the whole thing, the whole track. Uh, it's pretty pretty short um album this one. I think it's only 45 minutes. Um this is this got When Dubs Cry and Purple Rain <laughs> on it. Um which are two fantastic songs. But it, all of them, all of them were great. I just loved it's a combination of like R and B kind of sexy soul but with like rock, funk, but then also the kind of 80s synth- synthes- well, synthesizer stuff that I really love, all that kind of electronic 80s. All together in in, in one album, um, I just thought it was fantastic. Um, my favorite other tracks would be uh, Let's Go Crazy, the first track, Let's Go Crazy, uh, and Computer Blue, which is brilliant as well. Yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. So much so that Uh, This week, for the first time ever, I'm going back to back with the same artist. I'm listening to Prince 1999 this week. Ooh. So um, I'm also enjoying that. So yeah. So Prince, uh, very good.
1: Very good. When Doves Cry is my favorite. My favorite Prince track. Mm -hmm.
2: That's a good one. Very good.
1: And you can still hear like the kind of Prince influence in... uh, in modern music, just instrumental. Mm.
2: Mm.
1: Really, really great. Underrated. Our Princey boy. Very. Jacko got all the plots. But
2: I'm going to bring him back. Bring back dude.
1: Prince. Dude. I like that bit where his name was just a squiggle as well.
2: Yeah, that was good. That was that was fun.
1: Um, I listened to a record as well. Uh, PJ Harvey. Ooh, I used to get told I looked a bit like PJ Harvey. Mm-hmm. I'm going to um, up now. no I'm not gonna look like now when I was when I was a young one. Oh, it started pissing raining again. Uh Peter Harvey, uh I Inside the Old Year Dying. Her new record. I was expecting something a bit more rock oriented, hmm. a little bit more like what? I don't know. Fleetwood Max C V Nicks kind of sound. What hmm. I got was basically like a Kate Bush album it almost sounded oh, like, okay. Amy Mann, that kind okay. of sound. Not bad, by any means, but kind of just a little bit like the uh, Cat Stevens one that the other week, whereas, yeah, I can listen to it, and it's fine, but it doesn't really stick in my mind much. Um, It was okay.
0: I might add, I might add this to my list. This seems like my kind of jam, basically.
1: Yeah, check, check it out. I think the first track on it was probably my favourite, but then... Uh, like I said, I, I it wasn't one that I, I ran back to to re-listen to. Cause after, it's, it's, I think it's only like 35 minutes long. But after I listened to it, I was like, okay right, I'm not sure what more I'm going to get from that. It it was fine. And then Ghost put a new single out. Ghost and Patrick Wilson, star of the new Insidious movie. Oh, actual, like that actual Patrick a- Wilson? Actual Patrick Wilson have a song out. Uh, Hell yeah. Called Stay, which is a cover of a... Ooh, who did the original? Shakespeare's... Sister,
0: I want to say, what from, might, the, it's from the from the eighteen hundreds? Is um, this is this in in is a marketing thing? This is for, promotion. With, it's for, for, for okay. Shakespeare's Shakespeare Sister says this is our this is our uh, seals kiss from a rose for Batman Forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean,
1: I'm not I'm not super hot. The song is okay. It's it's, it's a slower one, and then like halfway through, it kind of kicks up a gear. But it's
0: but, it's, eh, you know, it's fine. So Ghost. I may ask, what does Patrick Wilson do? He sings. Sings sings a bit on it, yeah, and and Ooh. very very
1: competently so.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> I'll have, have to listen
1: to this as well. I'm fascinated with. Um, yeah, I'd say though, I don't know these last these last couple of Ghost releases are. are you not seem good to for have me. been
0: tepid on them. Yeah, I
1: wonder. Um, I wonder if they if they've turned the corner. That is just not a road that I, I I often go down. So, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I've been tepid on, on Impera. Tepid on whatever the ep of covers was called with uh pope no it was called uh phantom mime mm. that was like something off the last queens of the stone age album It's a fucking word <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um and now this one it's just like yeah, they're, they're okay mm. people seem to like them i i liked when they're a little bit a little bit uh I know what they feel like almost to me, production wise, is like 2023 WWE. I liked Raw when you couldn't see the crowd and yeah. it was smoky and <laughs> Steve Austin was in the around. You know, that that's kind of how I feel, where it's just like everything's a little too clean and I don't know. I had say
0: good sounding,
1: but I, I liked when there's a bit more rawness to it. And it was okay.
0: I, I, I get where you're, you're coming from. Yeah. 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 They've made it big now, they've toured with Metallica, you know. I saw them with Metallica. Ah, right.
1: oh, you were there as well, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I saw him in the three arena as well, but I don't know if I'll be rushing back to see them.
0: Again. <laughs> yeah. Do the old stuff.
1: <laughs> Even the presentation of the live stuff is like, I don't know, a little bit. He doesn't just dress as a fucking evil pope anymore. He's wearing yeah, a, little, yeah. a little shiny jacket like Father Ted doing uh, Euro, <laughs> Song for Europe. Like, my lovely my horse.
0: I paid 2023 20, ticket prices. You better come out looking like Vampiro. All right? That's Exactly, all yeah.
1: Although, if the music's not playing, he's not coming out. Oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> <him>. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's always funny every time I remember that. I just, I just think of his little face sitting there. Oh, God. Oh, Matt Striker, as annoying as he is, trying his best to explain what's happening. Oh, God.
1: Vampiro, true professional as he is, is oh. waiting for his music to play so he can <laughs> walk he the three feet into the ring.
0: He definitely didn't get paid enough for having to try and save that. God bless him. Anyway.
1: anyway.
0: Uh, that is going to do it for uh, the Chair Shop podcast this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with another rundown of. Your weekly television wrestling updates. We'll have our Owen Hart finale winners and thoughts on that. Presumably, we'll have at least one of our Blood and Guts men named, but possibly not. And new new tag team champions. Maybe the Bang Bang Gang. The Bing The Biz Cliz. The Biz Cliz. So we will talk about all of that next week. Plus, your usual kind of regular schedule: TV Gov albums, films, and that whole jazz. We may have Mission Impossible reviews. We will,
1: because I'm seeing Mission no. Impossible
0: tomorrow. I am very jealous.
1: Indiana
2: Jones Uh, review. Wednesday. Oh,
0: and the dial, the old dial of destiny. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so that's all coming your way on next week's show. Thank you so much for listening. Chairshoppodcast.com if you want to pop us an email. Contribute whatever you want to the show. A question, a quiz, a take, uh, uh, whatever. I'm in the mood for a quiz. Someone send us a quiz. Uh Someone send us a quiz. We're not going to make one ourselves because come on. Um, Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. It's farewell from me, Barry. It's farewell from Paul. Farewell. Farewell from Joe. Farewell. And now I press stop on my phone.